Hi everyone, welcome back to the Life Inspired. I'm so glad that you joined us this week for the gym day, which is going to be an episode that I think I need in my life more than I actually want in my life. Um, before we get started, just a quick update that I'm recording in a new apartment this week, but that means that I'm trying some new things with sound and editing out background noise. And also there's a fire alarm going off right now. So just bear with me. If things are terrible this week, we'll figure it out in the future. Maybe I'll up in a closet at some point, who knows. Uh, but let's hop into this episode because we have a short amount of time and a very important topic to get into. So I'd like to introduce you to our guest who is a student at Elon University studying strategic communications as well as a background in design and analytics. And while she's originally from Rhode Island, she currently resides in North Carolina and upon coming to college, she found a love for health and wellness, which is why she's joining us today. And she decided then to become a group exercise instructor at her school. When she's not taking a self-proclaimed extrovert walk or jamming to Hozier in her bed, also, I've heard, seen that band name a lot of times, don't actually know how to say it, she'll correct me later, in her bedroom um, or studying at the library, you'll find her teaching HIT pump or Pilates workouts at the gym. Everyone, please welcome Lizzie Shortall. Hello. Hi, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? Uh, doing wonderful. We are, well, we're recording on not a Monday today, so uh, doing great as long as it's not Monday. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Junior. <laughs> yes, almost. We're getting so close. Um, what band did I just mispronounce? Hosier. See, I feel like I should know that, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, we tried. A lot of people get his name messed up, and it makes sense that they do. It's, oh, it's a person. It's a yeah. Wow, I'm showing all of my cultural knowledge today. Um, well, Lizzie, let's jump into the news inspired because I want to get into some good news and not just show off all the things I don't know. <laughs> So our first headline this week, four families separated last year at the U.S. border will be reunited by the time this podcast airs in the U.S. by the federal government. And while there's still a lot of work to do to reunite families that have been separated, it's great news that kids and their parents are being joined together again. And I'm so excited to see that happen. Oh, awesome. Our second headline is that Pfizer, who's who they're doing their trials and applying for approvals right now for certain kids, I think it's like 11 years old and up or something, they announced that they're also going to start trials for kids as young as two years old and hope to have enough data to determine whether or not they can vaccinate young children by September. So we're getting so close to everyone being vaccinated. The light at the end of the tunnel is so, so close. <laughs> oh, we are getting there. Our last headline, okay, this last one I debated about whether or not to include it, but according to National Geographic, this is a cicada year. So we have cicadas coming that have been underground for 17 years. And as much as when I lived in a place that had a lot of cicadas, I did not always enjoy the noise and um, also just giant bugs everywhere. I really just love what nature does. And it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's exciting. They've been underground for 17 years and now they're gonna come join us. I'm excited about it. So um, this has been the News Inspired and I hope that these are just the first of many headlines that make us smile this week. And now I'm excited to talk to you, Lizzie, about fitness and health. And 
you know, I've been thinking about this topic since I started this podcast. We are in a pandemic. People have been stuck at home. If I get any exercise, it's a walk around the block. And even then I'm like, mm, too much. So as much as I feel like, you, you know, it's understandable that everyone is where there is after the year that we've gone through. I really want to take my health back under control and kind of, and just get back into fitness and maybe one day in the not too distant future, I'll go back to the gym. So why don't you just start by telling us about your fitness journey, how you got to where you are and why you teach fitness classes? Yes. So I'm currently a group exercise instructor. I started becoming a group exercise instructor in September of 2019. And my fitness journey actually only started earlier that year in January of 2019. Um, that was my freshman year. And I was in a place where I was in a lot of new experiences. I was far away from home. And I wasn't really happy with a bunch of things in my life at that point in time. One of them was my body. So I started going to the gym. I'd never been an athlete. I'd never done any sports in high school. To this day, I'm still super uncoordinated. If you hand me a ball, I'm going to drop it. Um, but I started going to the gym and I, I did it for like reasons that probably aren't the best. Like I just wanted to like look good. Um, and there was a lot of self-discipline involved in that. But after like a month and a half of going, I realized that I really, really started liking how it would make me feel. Um, that being said, since I wasn't an athlete and I didn't really have a background in it, I didn't have much of a depth of knowledge of like how to fix my workouts and like mm-hmm. how to get the best results for what I was trying to do. Um, so I found a lot of comfort in going to group exercise classes at my school. And that also held me accountable since it was at a certain time. And like the instructors are super welcoming. They like fix your form and they give you motivational cues. And so I started going to those. I learned a lot from those. And then when I went home that summer, I started just watching a bunch of YouTube videos on it, educating myself, getting really into like strength training. Um, Mm. And I was a theater kid in high school. So performance has always been a big part of my life. And that's honestly a big part of being an instructor. So Mm. when I came back to school, I had learned all of the things and I felt like I really made a 360 in my views on fitness and health and wellness because they were not super, super healthy at all before coming to college. Um, And I knew that it was a really vulnerable topic for a lot of people because it was really vulnerable for me. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to be someone who could support someone who is scared in those settings. So I applied on a whim to be a group exercise instructor and I got it and I love it so, so much. I, yeah, every single day I go to work, I am just so happy. (laughs) That's awesome. No, I love that. And it's so cool that you did it to feel better um, and just kind of reshaped your view on fitness. So just not to throw you into the deep end right off the bat, but like, what are some of the things that you realized you had um, like a misconception of? Like, what are some of your views that did change? Well, definitely, I feel like one of the biggest things is people go all or nothing when it comes to working out and eating healthy. And I was in that cycle for the longest time because I would eat like salads and go to the gym every single day. And then one day maybe I'd have pizza for dinner and like it would throw me off track in the next two weeks. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch any greens. I wouldn't go to the gym. I'd be like, yeah, well, screw it. I like ruined every like bit of progress I've made. Mm. Um, That's just really not true. And that's not how your body works. And I think reshaping your mind to have moderation is a really, really difficult thing to do, but it it helps so much in the long run. Like 
I used to feel really guilty about like kind of eating junk food and then going to the gym. Like again, it would just throw off all my progress, but I know Mm -hmm. that that's not reality and I can enjoy different foods or like take a day off of the gym. And I know that I'm going to go back to it because that's ultimately the best thing for me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I love moderation. And I'm glad that you brought that up because one of the things I wanted to ask you was about my routine, which is, like I said, basically non-existent. Um, But one thing, okay, so I think, I like to think I'm a busy person. Like I have two jobs and um, a, a, a podcast and also my boyfriend lives very far away. So I spend a lot of time driving. It's just a very busy life, right? Um, so I don't have time to go to an actual gym right now. Also, I'm waiting for that second vaccine before I commit to anything super public. Um, but I've tried to do just a little bit of like 20 minutes every day, or like even just five or six days a week, sometimes, whether it's like 20 minutes of cardio or I'll do like a 20 minute ab day or sometimes even like 20 minute yoga. And I know that that's not a lot, but like doing those little things in moderation, does that help at all? And how does that help your overall like well-being? Oh, absolutely. It helps. I would say like any progress is progress. And that's kind of ties into the all or nothing mentality, I would say. Because it's like, oh, if I'm not going to put in like an hour at the gym every day, like why even bother? But when you're putting in those 20 minutes, like that is making a difference. And I, there have been studies and I, I can't like quote them off the top of my head, but just 20 minutes <laughs> of cardio, it really makes an impact on your health and your well-being. I want to say it adds like years to your life. Wow. So, yeah, you're, you're doing great. Yeah. <laughs> you're doing 20 minutes a day. Good, good. Of course cardio is the one that you said is so good for you. I hate cardio. I hate cardio too. I do. Uh, I'm an instructor and I am also not a big cardio person. Uh, I'm glad it's not just me. Um, okay. So <laughs> going back to, well, okay. So we kind of jumped right into the deep end. Let's go back into the shallow water for a second. We've yeah. mentioned a lot of terms like fitness, health, wellness obviously these are all different things so can you just like define a couple of those terms and what goes into being healthy or being fit that kind of thing honestly i would say it's a really subjective thing so it's hard for me to just like give a simple definition because every single body is so so different like healthy for me can look so drastically different from another person i've seen like quotes on instagram that are like every single person could eat the same thing and work out the same way. And we would still look really, really different. So I don't know if you're starting from like chapter one, it's hard to compare to someone's chapter 20 of like being born to like a vegan family who Mm -hmm. works out every single day sort of thing. So I don't know. I think just taking the time to be in tune with your body and to make choices with eating that, you know, are going to provide like nutrients and benefits and protein and healthy fats that's sort of a well-rounded definition of it. That's great. Um, so you mentioned you mentioned a couple of things in there. One of the things you mentioned was food. And when I think of fitness, I always go straight to like activity and workout and the gym. But I know that our diets have a lot to do with our health. So like what's the balance of like 
should I be focused more on workouts or on what I'm eating or like is a little bit of both in moderation a good like what's the balance there what do you recommend um definitely moderation and that ties back to the idea personally I used to struggle a lot with like restriction and binging after Mm -hmm. and I've realized that like if I'm really like craving one particular food and I just try to like ignore it, I might eat everything else in my pantry before I feel satisfied. So I think just allowing yourself to indulge when necessary, again, being reasonable with it, not like (laughs) using that excuse every (laughs) single night of the week. Um, But yeah, diet definitely plays into it. And I think Personally, I'm not going to eat like a big bowl of mac and cheese and then run on the treadmill for 40 minutes. I don't run on the treadmill for 40 minutes anyway. But um, like it would just feel a lot heavier versus having Mm. something that's like lighter and provides more nutrients. Like just the physical feeling is a lot more different. So there's a balance for sure. I think it also depends on what your goals are at the gym because there's something in the fitness world called like cutting versus bulking. Mm -hmm. If you're looking to gain muscle, you're going to want to like eat more food. And a lot of people will like go crazy with the protein, protein powder, probably Mm -hmm. seen like super buff guys, like chicken and rice every single day. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's bulking, right? Yes. Okay. And then cutting is the alternative in which you like restrict your calories in a reasonable way, but it'd be like adding more greens and taking away some carbs, that sort of thing. Got it. So like bulking is trying to add muscle. Cutting is more like trying to cut out like fat. Yes. Got it. Okay. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) So what are some of your go-to like foods that you go to then? You mentioned like lots of nutrients and things like that. So what are some like really easy? Cause like, okay, I'm a person who like, I don't necessarily need to eat a candy bar. Like that doesn't make me any happier than eating a salad. I just want a lot of flavor. So like, what are some go-to foods that maybe be a healthier option for me than like a candy bar or a bowl of mac and cheese? <laughs> I really like green bowls just because they're super customizable. I'm looking at my phone right now. I have like, a <laughs> that I go through um because I just essentially it's a process of like picking like a carb and then a protein and then whatever vegetables and then sauce or seasonings Mm -hmm. and that sounds so simplistic because that's like every meal ever but I think looking at a physical list and being like oh this week like maybe I'll do like a Chinese inspired like dish Mm -hmm. um I would do like brown rice and then like I'd have like I'd make fried rice, but I'd add a ton of vegetables to like give it more Mm. nutrients and then maybe like an orange sauce or something. Mm -hmm. Like they're really tasty, but they're still good for you. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So what about the other side of it? What are some like go-to workouts for you? Or like, even if it's for someone else who, obviously I'm thinking of myself, (laughs) like just wants (laughs) to do a little bit every day. They want to do a few uh, like reps of something that that's good for them. Like what are some easy go-to workouts? I really love blogologies on YouTube. I can't recommend her enough. She's just like the queen. Um, mm. She's so motivational. Her workouts will kill you and she'll smile while she's doing it. She, she's brutal. Um, <laughs> it's funny because like Pilates, I've really found a more recent love for mm. and it, 
when you watch them like demo the movement, you're like, that's not going to hurt. And then you start doing it. And you're like, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Um, so I love blog a lot. He's on, she's on YouTube. She's on Instagram. She's on all the social medias. Um, cardio fitness. We both said that we don't like cardio. There, <laughs> there's this one channel called 305 fitness. They do dance cardio, which is actually very fun. If I have to do cardio, I will usually do that. Um, and I also really like HIIT workouts just because they're super customizable. Um, I teach HIIT. I do like 30-second intervals of an exercise on, 10 seconds off. And I can change that every day depending on like what I want to work on. Okay. So you've mentioned Pilates, which I think a lot of people know that's like small movements that impact a lot of muscle groups, right? Okay. And you also mentioned HIIT, which I think is becoming more and more popular and that's mm-hmm. high intensity, right? Yes. It stands for high intensity interval training. And it uh, it's that concept of like 30 seconds on 10 seconds off. So it, it's really like impactful, but it's for a short amount of time. So you can recover like quicker. Got it. And then you also in your bio said you teach pump classes. So what is that? yes pump is a strength-based class the way that I personally run my class is each song is a different like muscle group or movement so I'll have a squat song a lunge song bicep song um so it's very music oriented okay I like that that actually takes us into a really good transition into our lightning round are you ready for a lightning round ready (laughs) okay so the way we do lightning rounds um I'm going to give you for you I'm going to give you a muscle group And if you could give us just like one or two workouts that are good for that particular muscle group, how does that sound? Like exercises? Yes. Okay. That's what I meant. I will try my best. (laughs) Okay. We're ready. Here's the lightning round. Okay. So first muscle group, abs. Abs. I like doing reverse crunches, V crunches, and um, tabletop crunches. Oh, the crunches kill me. What about um, arms? Arms, I would do bicep curls, shoulder presses. Okay, chest. Uh, I would do chest presses, but I I don't do them very often. (laughs) Certainly not enough. (laughs) What about the back? I feel like that's the one that I know the least about how to work that out. For sure. A back is a newer thing for me as well. Um, there's one that's called Good Mornings. You put the weight like on your shoulder area and then you bend your body like 90, degree for- 90 degrees forward. Um, oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that works your back. And then you could also do deadlifts. Um, <laughs> what about legs? Legs, alternate side lunges works the inner thighs. Oh, I love a good lunge. I feel like I'm perfectly happy working out my legs. Like it's my everything else that I hate. Um, <laughs> did we miss any like major muscle groups? Huh? I don't know. I I'm a big glutes girl. I love working. The glutes. Oh, so <laughs> what are some... the best the best exercise for that? For what, sure. What was it? Sorry, I think I cut you off. <laughs> Wait, one more time. Sorry, I keep talking over you. Hip thrusts? Oh, hip thrusts. Oh, okay. For the glutes. Got it. Well, what a good lightning round. I feel like I have all kinds of things I have to look up how to actually do now. (laughs) 
Okay, so moving away from that, thinking about now, okay, because this podcast is all about just things that inspire us to live a better life, right? Um, My last episode I talked to, it was actually, it was all about Australia. And I talked to one of my friends in Australia who was talking about how there are just some things that people outside of the U.S. do that just like get them more excited, make them feel better about life. Like, and I feel like fitness is one of those things that like it can really boost your mood, make you feel better with your health, things like that. So we really want to talk about things that can inspire people to take control of their health and their fitness. So like, what are some attainable goals maybe for someone who's just starting, maybe someone who doesn't necessarily think they're ready to go to a gym or a class, they just want to kind of do some things at home or out in nature, something. Um, What are some like attainable goals for them? Well, I would say education is key. And that's what made me really, really comfortable in the gym because it is so intimidating when you do not know what you are doing. Um, But I would search up, like if I wanted, if I had a specific goal in mind and I wanted to build a bigger booty, (laughs) I would Mm -hmm. like literally search on YouTube, like how to grow a butt. Um, (laughs) I would watch like the science behind it and learning about the actual processes made me a lot more comfortable with myself. Mm. And it's also the fact you really need to be patient. And that sucks because everyone wants their dream body like the next morning when they go mm-hmm. to the gym, like who doesn't? Yeah. Um, but it's it's really true that it takes a lot of time for things to happen. So being patient with yourself, understanding that your chapter one is incomparable to someone's chapter 20. And I also think um, interval training is really, really helpful if you do like, like if you're watching a workout video and you can't do the entire thing, maybe like pausing halfway through for like a 10 second break and then continuing, like at least you're continuing to move versus just feeling defeated over not being able to do something. Mm. No, that's, that's really important. And I think what you said about remembering that chapter, your chapter one, isn't someone else's chapter 20 is so important because, um, you know, for me, and I, I think you probably agree one of the things I really struggle with is I follow all of these guys on Instagram and like TikTok and just like these like super buff, like workout every day, twice a day guys who are super fit and have like a super nice body. And obviously that's what I want, but I know that's not what's important and that's not why I should live this healthy lifestyle. So I think what you said is great that like, it's more about you know, getting yourself into it, getting yourself healthy, um, Mm -hmm. instead of expecting yourself to be like perfectly fit and buff and, and perfect to everything immediately. For sure. And again, it's really so intimidating. Even like I'll go to the gym and I'll see people lifting like a ton of weight. And I feel like I look a little bit stronger than I actually am. Cause I'll like, I'll get really cocky with it. Like I'll put a bunch of weight on and then I'm like, my body can't do this right now. <laughs> but it, it, it leaves me something to look forward to though. Cause I'm like, yeah, maybe one day I will. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. There's always improvements that we can make, right? Sure. Um, what about, okay. So good starts for someone at home. What about someone who's like ready to go to a gym? Maybe they want to go to a class. Like they don't know what they want, but they want to leave the house and go somewhere a little bit more professional to do their workout. What are your recommendations for them? Well, again, I would look up those YouTube videos because it's one of those things where like you can be in the mindset that you're ready, but once you actually walk in, you're like, whoa, like what do I actually do? Mm. Um, 
And again, I think group exercise classes are a really, really nice place to start that because you're under the guidance of someone who already planned everything out for you. Of course, I'm a little biased in order to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But truly, though, I think the like time constraints of that too, the fact that you're like signed up for an actual class and like you're Mm -hmm. held to a time to be there and it's already planned out for you. It's a really welcoming environment. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Also, just not being afraid to like pretend you know exactly what you're doing, even if you don't, because Mm -hmm. no one's going to look twice at you. That's another thing. I feel like when I was first starting off, I'd be like, oh, my God, everyone's watching you. That's not true. No one is watching you. They're all doing their own workout. (laughs) No. okay. I don't think I've ever told you this about me. But so when I was in high school, I did this like CrossFit hybrid thing. And I got really into it. And I remember when I started doing it, I was so embarrassed because I would always go like either before school or after school. And that would be when all the athletes from school went. It was always. And so I was just so embarrassed all the time. And like, I would get to like a strength portion and my trainer, he was so mean. Well, no, he was lovely. He knew what he was doing, but he would, um, he would have like this super buff, like, football players spot me when I would have like no weight compared to what this guy is going to have. Right. But so I was always like super self-conscious about it. But then as I got more into it and worked my way up and started doing like level two and three workouts and, um, you know, like saw other people who were just starting, I realized like, I didn't judge them for starting. Like I sometimes like wanted to help them or, um, you know, like, and especially like a lot of the times I would see like older people coming in, like people's grandparents and things. And I was like, go you, like you are doing the things that I hope I can do one day. So it was really encouraging. For sure. I also found it really helpful to go with a friend. Like if I went by myself, I would like cut my workout short and be like, I'm done. But if I went with a friend, it was always, I don't know, better. Yeah. Especially if you have a friend to like show you the ropes, like the first few times that you're going. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you figure it all out, you can become that friend for someone else. (laughs) Full circle. Um, so before we go, why don't you tell us about your fitness routine, just so people can kind of get a glimpse of you as an expert. Like, what are you doing every week? Oh my gosh, I love that you just called me a fitness expert. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you teach it. (laughs) I know, I know. It's one of those things, actually, this is an important point. I teach my classes and I know that there are people that will show up who are like, maybe skinnier than me or stronger than me, but Mm. it's the fact that I'm able to teach my knowledge and formation and be a motivational, like cure. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the important part. And I think that's important to recognize that like, even your instructor, like maybe, (laughs) 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 um, my own personal routine though, I teach hit on Tuesdays. I teach pump on Wednesdays, which is the strength-based class. Sundays is my own personal time in the gym. My school does this like sign up thing where you have mm. to do it in advance. Um, mm. And I just have the craziest schedule. So a lot of the times the gym is unobtainable, like with the sign up slots and like sure. people come up. But Sundays are always my strength day. And that's when I like really try to like build more. Mondays are typically a rest day and the in-between days. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday are whatever my heart desires and whatever my body tells me it needs. (laughs) That's awesome. Does 
does your heart ever desire like really untraditional like physical activities? Like, are you ever like, you know what? I just want to do a hike today and call that my workout. Huh? Sometimes I just go on like really, really long walks around campus, which it, it's kind of a workout. It's not like a traditional thing. Um, I don't go hiking very often, even though I should. I really do enjoy them. Mm. Um, I would say one thing. Now that I'm more comfortable in the gym, sometimes I will do untraditional things within the gym. I know the other day we have like these like big balls and I was using them for my abs, but I'm sure it looks really, really weird. Like from an outside perspective, if you didn't know like how, what I was doing works, I was in like a like plank position with the ball by my feet and like sliding it up to like work my lower abs, which I'm sure just looked really silly for (laughs) No, that's great though, because sometimes it does get like a little bit boring trying to do the same thing over and over. So that's really good that you're finding these new, um, new things to try. So (laughs) before we go, I want to ask three, I think, final, very important questions for someone who teaches others. First, how do you inspire other people to actively work? towards being more fit oh gosh what a a big question I know Um, sorry (laughs) (laughs) I I refer to myself specifically with my hit classes as a happy-go-lucky drill sergeant because I will like yell at my class I'll be like you can do this like push yourself to the limit but like also like your body is really cool and like it's doing a lot of things that a lot of people don't do like you should be Mm. so so proud of yourself (laughs) um so just really emphasizing the fact that like you when people come to my classes, they are doing things that most people aren't. And like, that's amazing. And they should be so proud. Your body is a lot stronger than we give it credit for. And when we push ourselves to our limits, like we're going to show up for ourselves, which I think is really incredible. No, that's so, I, I just love all of that. Like, I just want to (laughs) capture that essence and just keep going. Um, next, next question. Why do you think it's important for people to actively be working on their health and their fitness and their wellness? Oh my gosh. It's just such a snowball effect in every way possible. And that's one of the things that has kept my like wellness routine up because I know exercise will impact my mood. It will impact my energy. It will impact my sleep. It will impact my diet. Um, and most of that does lead back to fitness because again, it goes back to the idea of like, well, if I'm going to go to the gym, then I'm not going to eat mac and cheese beforehand. And if I eat a salad, then I'm going to feel better. And then if I feel better, I'm going to be happier, so on and so forth. So it really is just a snowball effect. That's awesome. Last question. As we see the light at the end of this tunnel for this pandemic, we start thinking about like summer and you know, just, just overall, we're all leaving the house, right? I think a lot of people are discouraged or think that any progress they made two years ago, they've lost. Um, What would you say to those people just that aren't feeling great about themselves or their fitness overall? Um, kind of related to your question, but also kind of not. I would first emphasize the fact that social media is fake, which it sounds like a total 360 to the question you just asked, but I feel like so much of insecurity stems from what we see on social media and seeing people's bodies that like may be the ideal that maybe someone does not have, Mm. Um, which I would say 
people are going to put angles that are flattering. They're going to make themselves look better than like maybe a real body does. Mm. Um, so to emphasize the fact that what you're seeing might not be what humans really look like. <laughs> um, mm. But again, just really, really being patient with yourself and being proud of the work that you have done will put you in a much better mindset for the work that you will continue to do. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you for that inspiration for us. And thank you also for all of your time today. I know you have a lot going on. You're still in school. I'm sure we are getting close to finals if we aren't already there. Um, So really appreciate your time. Before we go, is there anything you want to share with the people, whether it's, you know, recap or something we didn't get to or like where they can find you? Like, what do you want to share with the audience? Oh my gosh. Well, I'm just so happy to be here. Thank you so much for reaching out to me. Um, I'm on social media as at Lissy Shortfall on all of my social media. I also have a fitness account on Instagram, but I hardly use it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Just being patient with yourself, allowing yourself the time to grow and recognizing that everything that you do is amazing. Truly. That's awesome. Thank you so much again. So appreciate all of your wisdom, your expertise, and even, or I guess I should say, especially some of those little tidbits you threw in, some of the specifics of, you know, specific (laughs) exercises we can do and foods we can look at. Can't wait to listen back to this and like start adding those things to my notes. (laughs) Thank you also to everyone who listened to today's episode. I hope you really enjoyed it and maybe learned a little bit and got inspired as we head into the next few months of just kind of reclaiming life. And hopefully your health is a part of that. If you haven't already, head over to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and a little review if you enjoy the show. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Life Inspired Pod. Guys, I really hope that today's conversation brought you a little bit of joy and that it helps you to live the life inspired. Thank you so much.